Hello and welcome to another episode of the HFL Show, brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Ald. On this week's podcast, we'll speak to the two most northerly clubs in the league. We'll start with Wick Academy and hear from their manager, Gary Manson, as well as catch up with Brora striker Andy McRae. Of course, Brora and Wick, only two of four clubs involved at the weekend, the weather pretty much wiped the card at both League Cup and League Football. Two games going ahead, they were far north. Brora Rangers beating Huntley by four goals to nil, going second in the league table, a point behind Fraserburgh. Of course, the Brock still have a game in hand over the Katax, and we'll catch up with Andy McRae to get his perspective on Saturday and, of course, getting up to second in the league table. But let's start with Wick Academy. They unfortunately went down 4-1 at the weekend at the hands of Fermartin United. And joining us on the podcast now is manager Gary Manson. Gary, how are you doing? Yeah, good, Ian. Thanks, yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Surviving Storm Barra so far. Yeah, yeah, we just batten down the hatches and get on with it. So we're used to up the north, so it's okay. <laughs> and uh, you, you were well, you were saying that you're able to train this week as well. So it always helps. I mean, I suppose match day everyone focuses on you know as a game on this weekend, but you know you need a you need your preparation, you need your 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 training nights, uh, and you've been able to train this week so far. So that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. We trained last night. It was um, yeah, it was wet and wild, but. Um, the boys put a, a good shift in considering the the conditions. So, yeah, I always think if you you know if you don't train, if you just call it off because of the weather, the other team that you're playing against on Saturday might be training, so they might get one up on you already. So it's yeah. it's always good to put a a wee bit of work in just uh, regardless of the weather. So yeah, the, the boys were good last night. I mean, they they didn't complain much, but um, they had uh, just rights to complain because it was it was pretty wild. I bet they needed that hot shower at the end of the uh, end of the session. Uh, <laughs> Gary, um, you were involved at the weekend. Only two games survived: uh, waterlogs, uh, waterlog pitches, and etc. Um, your game against for Martin went ahead. I was reading the the match report earlier in the, in the Caithness Courier. Caithness Courier, even if I can put my teeth in, um, harsh lesson was the, your kind of main take on Saturday. A difficult one to take up against for Martin, uh, losing four one in the end. Yeah, I mean the first half, the first half was quite scrappy. It was a bit of a non-event, really. There wasn't there wasn't any chances for either side um, until their goal. Uh, I can't remember when it came. It was about thirty five minutes or something like that. And even then, it, it, their goal came from a bit of a mistake from from one of our defenders. And um, yeah, it kind of knocked the stuffing out of us just before half time because we were doing okay. We were well in the game. There was nothing between the two teams at all first half. Um and then like I say, we went in one nil down and then came out and again lost a goal, uh, lost an early goal in the second half. And yeah, we, we never although we got one goal in the second half, we never really got going. And you know, for Martin are a good side on their day and they've been playing well and getting good results recently. So um yeah, no complaints about the result, but perhaps the scoreline was a little bit harsh on our boys. I don't think it was a four-one game. Um, like I say, certainly first half there was there was nothing between the two teams, and yeah, if anything, I would say it was a little bit harsh. I know, I know, we've spoke before um, 
this season anyway. And and it's certainly, you know, you, you're, you're blooding a lot of younger players as well. And I suppose it's a learning experience for them too. Um, just when you were, you mentioned the word lesson there. Um, another young player was involved at the weekend as, as well, Liam Bain, uh, another teenager making his first start for the club. It was a late call-off uh, for Alan Hughes in the warm-up, but another, I think, was it five five teenagers in total at the weekend as well that that were involved in, in the squad? Um, you know, again, yeah, a good, exp- say a good experience for them, but a learning experience, a learning curve. It's just, you know, they're going to have to, to take defeats like that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think there was actually six teenagers um, okay. in the squad on Saturday. So, um, yeah, with, with two of them starting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of people will look at it from the outside and maybe not realise the, the turnover, turnover of squad that we've had um, since I've taken over. I mean, uh, if you look at it from the squad that would have been playing in the last sort of full season we've had before COVID hit, I mean, you're talking, we've lost guys like, I could run through it. It's probably a full team, like Sean McCarthy and goals, the two Stephen brothers at the back. Um, Alan Farquhar's been out all season. I'm a like part-time player now, really. Uh, Sam McKay's missing, well, gone. Richard McCarthy's been injured all season. Craig Gunn's left. Mark McGregor's left. So, you know, you're talking a, almost a full team of seasoned Highland League players. So, um, yeah, it is, it's it's kind of a new era for us. Uh, and that's why we're trying to introduce the young lads. And um, they're showing up brilliantly as well. I'm, you know, that was Liam's first start on Saturday, but he's been, you know, knocking on the door all season. And like the other one that started on Saturday, Joe Anderson, I think that might be his fifth game in a row he started perhaps. Um, and, you know, for a 16-year-old boy to come in and start five or six games in a row at 16 years old, it's it's commendable and he's he's playing exceptionally well. Um, and I'm almost certain he's going to go on to have a, a top Highland League career in, in years to come. And um, like you said earlier, there's, you know, we've got six in the squad at the moment and all six of them are probably capable of starting games as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they develop the rest of the season. In the last couple of weeks, Gary, I mean, obviously that that defeat was a tough one to take on on Saturday. But before that, you'd, you'd won two in the bounce. Um, two good victories as well against Huntley and Forrest. I, I want to talk to you about the Huntley one because I think the last time we spoke, actually, you, you'd been red-carded the week before. I think it was at Keith. And uh, Huntley, oh, I mean, I watched some game. I was following the game uh, on the Twitter updates throughout the afternoon. Um, and uh, it was three all to heading towards full time uh, and you step up and take a penalty uh, obviously you score it to make it 4-3 but I suppose as a as a player manager as well there's a wee bit of pressure extra pressure you might tell me different right enough but is there additional pressure on you taking up stepping up to take a penalty? Um, yeah maybe a little bit but there's the flip side that you won't get a manager shouting at you if you miss it as well so <laughs> it's that too yeah it's got its plus points, but um, no, it's fine. I mean, against the Huntley, it was, I don't know, last five minutes or something, but um, I was quite comfortable. Uh, I've taken quite a lot of penalties in the last few years, and yeah, I was quite comfortable stepping up. And um, yeah, it was only the one thing in my head, I was just putting it straight down the middle with power, and luckily enough, the goalkeeper dived to one side and it went in. So um, yeah, there's a, 
there's two different ways of looking at it, being the manager taking penalties. But um, yeah, thankfully it just went in and we won the game. So it was good. And right enough, the bonus is you won't have a manager to, uh, to have a go at you. If, if it did uh, go over the, the bar, whatever, but yeah. way in the back of the net. Um, and that win, you know, followed up with a, a fine home victory uh, over over Forrest and indeed one of your old managers, uh, Gordy Connolly, uh, who's now in charge at, at, at Mosset Park. That, you know, that back-to-back wins, um, you know, I know you were, you were craving that kind of momentum, which certainly that, that, that you know, momentum can be, Gain from that, and and surely you've seen a wee bit of a uh, an increase in confidence from as you see a, a young group of players. But two back to back wins is a, a fine achievement. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that included our our first clean sheet um, the season against Forest as well. So, yeah, obviously winning games breeds confidence, and winning two back to back, obviously, you know multiplies that confidence so going forward leading into Saturday a home game against a team that are below us in the league we should be confident in going in and you know putting in a good performance and hopefully coming away with the three points so yeah the boys to be fair though the boys have never <clears throat> kind of dropped in confidence levels I know we maybe haven't been getting the results that we've been looking for but yeah. generally performances have been quite good so um, you know the boys you know, they're not stupid. They can see if they're playing well or if they're not playing well. And if they're not playing well, understandably, their heads might drop and, um, you know, morale might plummet. And, you know, often when you see that, you you don't get good numbers turning up to training and what have you. But it's it's never been like that this season with us, even though results, like I say, haven't been going our way. Um, we have been playing reasonably good football, scoring goals and enjoying it is the main thing um, it's just like I've probably said to you before it's just uh, we concede too many goals and that's our Achilles heel at the moment going forward isn't a problem it's just trying to keep the ball out of our net is, uh, is the issue so if we can tighten up on that area then I'm, I'm sure we'll go from strength to strength You mentioned um, Strathspey who you've got at home uh, this weekend you know obviously a home game um where you've played your last your two game, your last two games, um, but certainly it gives you a real good opportunity to go and grab the three points. Again, all, all dependent on on weather. But as you you mentioned off here, that you know the the club have invested in the in the pitch over the summer, so hopefully that will stand you in good stead for for Saturday. But in terms of that game against Strathspey, I mean, um, Strathspey have given you know a few sides a fright this season. What are you expecting from the Strathspey Jags? Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a tough game. I mean, we played them second game of the season, and you know, it finished three all. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like a game of basketball at times. I, you know, I think we we could have easily scored six or seven that game, and quite possibly Strasbourg could have scored another one or two as well. But yeah, we were really disappointed not to win that game. Like I say, we created an abundance of chances, and we should have really come away with the three points, but. Yeah, so probably you know, looking at their league form, their the results that they're getting, it'll probably follow the same pattern of of the game. Um, I would think both teams will be concentrated on attacking more than defending. So I'm expecting goals in the game. Um, but yeah, just hopefully we'll uh, we'll score more than them. That's what we'll be concentrating on this week. Certainly, I mean, I know that. 
it's one game at a time mentality. But that looking at the rest of your fixtures for uh, December as well, you wait to clash. Uh, the week after, and, and then you end the year with a, a home game against Lossy as well. Uh, in terms of those three games coming up, I know you'll probably want to take Strathspey uh, first in their own merits, but you know there's a real good opportunity there to you know put some more points on the board for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how the the fixture list has has worked for us this season. Um, you know, we've kind of we play all the teams around about us, and like back to back. It's and then we get the the top six or seven or however many there are kind of back to back in the later towards the end of the season. So it's, it's quite strange how it's worked, but yeah, like you say, obviously you take one game at a time and you don't really want to, to think past this Saturday coming. But yeah, when you look at it, we've got um, Strathspey, Clach, Lossy, and then I think it's Turriff after that. So, you know, all, all teams around about us in the league or below us, and we should be looking to, to get some, some reasonable points on on the board the next few games, so it's you know it's a good target for the players to to aim for, and um, yeah, fingers crossed the weather's kind to us and we actually get the games on because we you know it is a good chance to build momentum and kick on the the second half of the season now. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be playing midweeks midweek um, Saturdays towards the end of the season catching up, uh, but in terms of looking at that league table, I think the last time we spoke. Um, you are, you know, keen to start uh, motoring up the league table. Uh, certainly, I know that there's obviously, you know, the oh, there's six or seven sides at the top uh, with kind of you know, ambitions of of going for the title. And then after for Martin, who you played at the weekend, Devon Vale. There's there's a big gap between for Martin and Devon Vale. Is the aim to try and I'm not going to say best of the of the rest because that's a bit unfair. But is it to try and you know get as high up as the table as possible and and try and get you know, as close as you can to for Martin, is that the aim? Because I mean, you've got obviously clubs in there you've you've beaten recently, and you're taking on in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it certainly is now. Um, you know, obviously at the start of the season, the aim is to to get in amongst that group that are in the at the top end of the table. But yeah, after the after the start we've had and the obviously the the first round of fixtures that we've we've had now, um, yeah, the aim is now to. To finish, I think it's eighth um, in behind from our end. So, yeah, if we finish eighth now, after like I say, after the first half of the season that we've had, I think that would be viewed as you know reasonably successful. Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm a bit greedy. I always want more. So, um, if we can if we can catch from our in any way, shape, or form, then I'll we'll be certainly going for it. But um, yeah, the way the the league's shaping up, then if we if we manage to finish eighth, um, it would be a, a reasonably successful season given the start that we've had. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's certainly not the aim when you when you set off in the, the first game of the season. Um, you know, you want to finish up in the top five, top six, whatever. But um, yeah, like I say, given the, the first half of the season, all the draws we've, we've had, the points yeah. that we've dropped, then... Uh, yeah, if we finish eighth, then I don't think anybody could could say it was a bad season. Gary, all the best. If the game goes ahead this weekend, of course, we're, we're fingers crossed all over the the, the, the patch for uh, decent weather and some football at the weekend. Of course, you guys had a game at the weekend. Gary, yeah. appreciate your time as always and uh, all the best for the coming weeks and months ahead and, uh, and, and, and all the best for Christmas when it comes around as well. Right, cheers Ian, same yourself.
Always great to speak to Gary Manson on the podcast. Let's head down A9 now and catch up with Brorat striker Andy McRae, who joins us on the podcast now. Andy, how are you doing? Aye, not bad, not bad, Ian. How are you doing yourself? I'm very well. We're, we're both... Uh, we're both behind closed doors. You were meant to be out there bracing the storm barra, I think they're calling it. But uh, training's off tonight, and uh, you can get uh, tucked up in front of the TV and Netflix and chill tonight, yeah. Aye, aye, you're right. Yeah. Well, I've got. I actually got to go out to run to you, but I, uh, I'll be certainly doing that after. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you wouldn't catch me running in the best of days, but uh, certainly on that weather. Andy, let's talk about Brora because you guys, um, two games went ahead at the weekend. Uh, you guys recorded a home win uh, against Huntley and um, it was meant to be League Cup this weekend. Of course, there was a real tasty fixture between yourselves and Brecon to look forward to, but um, as we know, the games didn't go ahead. You then, uh, Brora took um, Huntley and switched uh, one of their league ties to, to fill a void and it worked to good effect as well. You got a great win and up to second in the league table, a point behind Fraserburgh, albeit the leaders have a game in hand. But uh, you'll be delighted with Saturday afternoon. Um, I yeah, it was good. It was, I was obviously injured, and it was good to be back and amongst uh, in the squad again and stuff. And, um, but I yeah, it was good to have a game because obviously there was loads of games called off, and we, all, we were maybe playing Brecon, and then it was kind of then we got told that the game was off, and then it was like we played Huntley, and then. Ross Bay had tweeted that they were playing Huntley and it was a bit confusing but they all sort of out and um, we played Huntley on Saturday and uh, it, was, it was good to get another three points on the board and as I mentioned there as well that must have been a nice feeling you know you guys certainly at home over the last couple of months you've been pretty solid and, and you to get that win and then you know the nice feeling looking at the league table because uh, you must have been delighted on Saturday night to obviously get that win and then come in and see that you moved up to second because that hard work over the last couple of months has certainly paid off. Yeah, I'd say so. But to be fair, we've not really been looking at the um, sorry, um, the table as much. Um, we've just been getting our head down, taking each game as it comes, and then I think it was the other week we looked at it and we noticed we were only four, uh, I think it was four points away from top, and then obviously for the games and stuff getting called off and then ours getting um, put on, and then it also gives us a chance to get another three. We then looked at it Saturday night, like you say, and was like, gee, this we're only one point away now. And we've come a long way from obviously starting the season pretty bad and now being right back in it. And to be honest, we'd, I'd say we've always been in it, but we've been just been kind of lurking in the background, doing our own thing. And as Christmas comes now, we're, we're showing that we're, we're up there fighting. I mean this in the best possible way, but you, you've almost kind of gone under the radar a little bit you know they've just you've just been quietly going about your business um obviously you've had you know cup football as well in there too you've had the you know the two scottish cup ties back to back as well but um yeah you've just you know as you mentioned there there was a couple of results didn't go your way at the start of the season um and you had a few games you know called off etc but you have just gone about your business quite quietly which um you know is something for the reigning champions but you're you're back up there and I think at the right time as well, and you'll be looking forward to no doubt over the you know coming weeks and months ahead. We'll obviously talk about you know this weekend's game coming, and of course another big game next Saturday. But in terms of the weeks and months ahead, you'll be you're well placed, should I say? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Too. We've got a good run as well. Um, I think the last time we got beat in the cup, um, we got beat was also in the cup final by Rothis. I can't remember the last time we got beat in the league. 
want to say it was maybe Inverurie Locals, which was back in September. So since then, we've been on a good run in the league. Um, we've not dropped many points. I don't think we have at all, actually, since that um, Locals game. So we're in good form going into these um, well, a big month for us. Uh, mm. We need to take a minimum, I'd say, seven points um, from these next three games. Obviously, Rothis, Fraser, for Martin, if they're all on. Um, but uh, it's a massive month, I would say. If it was, if we were in the form we were at the start of the season, looking into these three games, we'd probably be, well, a bit, a bit, not a bit nervous, but a bit edgy because obviously it's a big month for us. But now that we've got a lot of games under our belt, a lot of wins going into this month, we're full, full of confidence. Boys are absolutely flying, fighting for places and stuff. So, I'd, so I can't actually wait. Yeah, the big. I think the key word there you mentioned was if. Um, of course, um, as we look outside, there's a storm raging uh, across the north of Scotland, and of course, uh, this weekend's card will no doubt be in doubt. Um, if the football does go ahead this weekend, Rothis are up against Brora. It's a real kind of mouth-watering tie. The two sides have already met each other uh, twice this season. Um, two very different games. Obviously, a cup final. At, uh, at Lossiemouth in the North of Scotland Cup final then I think 10 days after two very different games what are you expecting from Rothis this weekend? Um, I think they'll they'll be up for it um, they've obviously not played I don't think they played the weekend they didn't play the weekend before that so they'll probably be coming into this game if it's all looking forward to it and wanting to prove a point from obviously the time we beat them in the league game just after the Cup final because they looked a bit deflated then and they probably were because they're also on a high from beating us in the captain obviously coming up to Brora and stuff they knew that we'd be right up for it um, which we were obviously the game finished 3-0 and stuff but they, Rothis are a good team to be fair to them they, they have come on leaps and bounds since 2-3 years ago when they used to be getting beat 3 or 4-0 all the time um, but I'd say it'll be if it's on it'll be a great game to okay, come and watch In terms of Rothis themselves I mean I've spoke to a number of uh, players and managers in the division and they've They've certainly been quite complimentary of of Rothis in terms of you know um, giving them a game, making it difficult for them, and they're up there on merit too. They're up there, uh, rightly so, at the top end of the table. Um, you've come up against them twice. Well, certainly Brora have this season as well. Um, the, the first game I think was a was a difficult one. I, I was at the second game personally, and I, I must admit I thought Brora were were excellent that night um, and really kind of um, proved a point, and, and no doubt. You know, you'll know you'll have to beat your best on Saturday at McKessick Park. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Um, obviously, McKessick Park, uh, the pitch can be quite at this time of year, quite uh, obly and stuff. So if it if it is on, it'll uh, well, I can tell you there'll be no no much football played. It'll just be a battle for um, <laughs> uh, ninety minutes. Um, and normally, it to be fair, the last couple of times we played them has been about January time. Uh, December time down at their pitch and it has been just battles no football play just win your personal battles and we've, I think we've won the last couple of times I think it's 1-0 and I can't mind the result before that but aye, it'll be a good um, good game like Now I know that you know you, you want to look one game at a time but as you as you rightly mentioned it's a big month as well uh, two you know real kind of big mouth-watering ties to look forward to uh, with Rothis uh, first up on Saturday and, and Fraserburgh uh, coming up the weekend after it at, at Dudgeon Park as well now again 
it's all weather dependent, isn't it? But I mean, these are the kind of games you want to be involved in, and and certainly, you know, from a, 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 I suppose maybe you might tell me wrong. Is it too early to start talking about title race? But in terms of a title race, you know, if you were to get Rothers and Fraserburgh um, out the way by Christmas, uh, and certainly good results against them in the coming weeks, that sets you up real nicely for twenty twenty two, doesn't it? Yeah, aye, it's, it is a big month for us and stuff. And if best case scenario, if we win on Saturday and win the following Saturday, and then we're obviously away to tomorrow. And if we draw or win that, we could probably maybe start thinking about looking at the title race. We've still got to obviously play Brecon twice in the league. Yeah. And, and that, I think that's one of the games in the either end of January or start of February. And then I think we're going to probably likely be playing them got a free week in March I think it is and they'll probably get moved to then so I'd say after this month if we come away positively it'll be looking at the breaking games because they'll probably be the biggest games um, of our season so far because I reckon it will be, be between ourselves Fraser and breaking um, but aye let's, get, let's just get through this month first and then we can talk about it in a month's time and hopefully it's uh, a good conversation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, in terms of our personal point of view, you mentioned right at the start there. Obviously, it's been a, you know, a difficult season for you uh, in terms of injuries, Andrew. And I mean, I know you you returned at the weekend there as well. Um, frustrating season for you so far, but I suppose from Craig Campbell's point of view, you've got yourself, you know, to, to come back in and, and get back into the team. And, and Martin McLean's been out with a, a couple of. Uh, injuries this season as well so almost like two new signings for Craig to have yourself and Martin you know back in, in, in action again um, I, yeah I'd say so it has been a really frustrating season to be honest it's been stock start i had to isolate twice with Covid and I've not even had it um, Jeez. I mind the time I had to isolate I think it was right before the Forest game and mm-hmm. I was um, probably back to full fitness and sharpness and then uh, um, obviously had to isolate for 10 days and by the time I, I came back the boys were flying so I had to just be patient and sit on the bench and wait and then I finally uh, got back in the team at Clark um, I think I started every game up in three or four games and then um, against Fort William or Tariff I cracked my rib so I've been out again so it's been very stop start um, to be honest this season very frustrating and also Mark McLean, he's been out, I think it was his Achilles or something. Mm-hmm. He was out with uh, another like annoying injury. So uh, it, 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 it makes you hungrier to come back, to be honest. Um, like, you don't realise how much, I know it sounds a bit weird, but you don't realise how much you miss it. Like, when obviously you have to go to the games and you're watching the boys in the park and stuff, scoring goals, winning, and you're, you're obviously back in the change room high five, but you don't feel a part of it because you weren't. You didn't contribute anything, um, but I had say that probably January time will be I'll be back up to uh, full fitness, sharpness. Hopefully, um, maybe get a run out in uh, these couple games coming up. But I, had, I have been missing it a lot. Um, but yeah, it's two. You would like to say two new signings coming back because obviously both of us are hungry and yep. he's even got. James Wallace is uh, still out injured as well. Mm-hmm. His is obviously more serious, but it's still um, it's still like having two or three new players back. Yeah, I'm sure um, you know yourself and Martin getting back up to full fitness will be a bonus for for Craig. 
uh, and certainly the coming weeks and months ahead. What about um, the, the new contract then? Because you signed a new contract uh, recently, keeping yourself at the club until 2024. Um, you look like you're loving life at Brora. Yeah, I, they, um, I got a phone call, I think it was a couple, three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago on Wednesday, um, offering me a new contract and stuff, and I was delighted when they said um, they wanted to keep me because I was also injured at the time and I was thinking oh, I might not get um, offered anything or they might just wait it out and straight away they on the phone offered me a contract which was which was good obviously because I was injured and stuff and I was, I was a bit worried um, I wasn't going to get anything but they knew I was, they did say I was still part of their plans and stuff and since Craig's come in he's been great um, it's, it's been like a new face around the changing room He's not changed. He's not changed much though from when he was a manager, um, assistant manager, which is good. He's still one of the lads. Do you know what I mean? So yep. it's easy to speak to and stuff. Bye. And also with Jordan and Gregor and uh, Martin McLean signing as well, it was all. It was a big, big bonus to hear that they were all signing and um, still going to be part of the club for another two or three years. So that was a big part as well. Um, so I it shows you that the club are still wanting to push forward and we've now got a good bunch of boys that I'd say 99% of them are all going to be there for the next two years at least um, and they're all everyone's tied up to contracts and stuff so there's no like that uncertainty around the, um, around the squad where people are going oh it's your contract up this or that so it's quite good in that respect yeah no it definitely sounds like a very uh, kind of settled um, things are really settled at Brora at the moment, and certainly that was a, a wonderful piece of business. Uh, getting yourself and Jordan McRae, Gregor McDonald, and, and Martin McLean signed up on on, on contracts as well. Uh, Andrew, all the very best uh, for this weekend against Rothis, and um, good to see you back in action, and and hopefully see more of you as uh, as the weeks and months go on. Hey, cheers, Ian. Thank you. Cheers. Well, a big thanks to Andrew for spending some time, and of course also to Gary Manson as well. Before we go, let's take a look at this weekend's card, if, and I stress if it goes ahead. Of course, the weather is expected to take a turn for the worse uh, coming this weekend as well. It feels like a weather forecast rather than a football podcast uh, this week. Uh, let's take a look at the fixtures then. Bucky Thistle are at home to Tariff United. Nairn County travel to Devon Vale. Forest Mechanics take on for Martin. Fraser Bratt will be hoping to get back into action. They entertain Fort William. Huntley host Clach. Lossie head for Inverurie. Keith take on Brecon City. And the two games, as we spoke about with our guests, of course, a tasty looking tie at McKessick Park. Rothis up against Brora Rangers. And Strathspey Thistle heading to Wick Academy. That's it from me here on the HFL show. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy your weekend wherever the football takes you.